back before we met and stuff like that, I pretty much was to the point where I was like, yeah, I'm completely okay not being married at this point. I was it was pretty much off the table. It was like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I, I was. It's not that I was closed off to it or like you know it'd be cool if I you know got married, but it wasn't on some like if I don't get married, my life is mm-hmm. not going to be my, my my life will be incomplete if I don't get married. I never I was not there. Just an all black like the omen, you know me. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Buffet Podcast. Yeah, hit that sound. Uh Brought to you by your favorite hosts, Brandon and Sandra. Appreciate y'all tuning in to another uh, to another episode for another week. This is episode one thirteen. Oh, and today is one thirteen. Oh snap! Yeah, we're Look recording. We're recording this on the thirteenth. Synchronized. Yeah. And just to get it started, now said we we are trying to we on the road to two hundred, so we're trying to get that as soon as possible. So you know, if your first your first time or you're your returning listener watcher, and you haven't already subscribed. Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Follow us on our journey mm-hmm. as us. we explore new relationship topics as our relationship grows and expands. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, learn something new. You might be walking the same path as us. Great <laughs> opportunity to yeah. to figure it out together. We're Let's go. all in this together. Mm-hmm. I know what's gonna. I don't Ooh, know what's gonna go. All right, now you killed it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you killed it. All right, so how you feeling, babe? I'm feeling good. Snacked up, yeah, so I got energy. Wow, we just came back from a a, a, a ninety, 90 minute, minute workout. Ninety minute workout. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Big calorie oh, yeah. burn, gonna continue calorie to burn burner. into tomorrow. So we gotta stay calorie burner. snacked up. My workout will do it for me. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump uh, straight into the uh, moose bouche. This is a video I found on uh, TikTok. It's, a, um, it's Stephen A. Smith talking about men choosing to marry or how they choose to marry. It'll make more sense when we watch it. So okay. let me go ahead and pull it up on the... Uh, find dudes that's about marriage by the way ladies and gentlemen let me tell you why you're not gonna find women you're not gonna find dudes that are about marriage you know why you're not gonna find it because men are not really interested in marriage what they're interested in is you and because it's you they're willing to get married mm. you want to get married just to say you marry you want to get married so you can have somebody home if you have any kind of confidence in yourself as a man it's not about marriage it's about her mm. and because it's her you're willing to say, I want you for the rest of my life. I can't even imagine mm-hmm. being with anyone but you. When I think about who I want to sleep next to, who I want to wake up next to, who I want to cook for me, who I want to cook for, who I want to take out to the movies, who I want to take out to dinner, who I want to go on vacation with, who I don't mind opening my checkbook to take care of and to look out for and to cover and vice versa. Sweetheart, you the one. It ain't about living with you. It's about the fact that I can't live without you. That's a guy. Are y'all that way? Ebony? Are y'all that way? I'm talking to women, not to you specifically, Ebony. I'm just speaking to women. 
That's the question that you have to ask yourself. They're not. See, when men can be or come across as a bit chauvinistic, never an excuse to be misogynistic. But to be chauvinistic, meaning I want a woman to play this role or this role or that role in my life. When you are a woman and you are dating a man, understand that the things that you may capitulate to, you're not capitulating to it for a man. You're capitulating to it for your man, the man you love, the man you trust, the man you want, the man you crave. That guy is the guy you're making adjustments and modifications and alterations for, dare I say. Mm-hmm. That is what y'all have to get. And when you're getting that. Yeah, we can go ahead and let that go right okay. there. Wrap it up right there. Okay. My, my man was cooking. I'll let him go for a little bit longer. I feel like he's the a preacher who does sports. Right. He Commentary. Because the uh, intonation in his voice, like mm-hmm. the inflection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very like y'all not listening. You yeah, know? You know, then, y'all y'all not hearing me. Y'all not hearing me. I say it again. <laughs> you know, it's it gives very that. So it maybe gets that's a, why it gets our attention. You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 the preacher speaks like that because it gets the attention. And mm-hmm. re- repeating yourself on some like Doctor Umar, repeating it multiple times, <laughs> gets people's uh, attention. Donations, but yeah. donations, donations. Yeah, you're right. I came yeah I came across that uh, that clip. Um, now that you've heard it, you mm-hmm. she didn't hear this before I played it just fresh now. Yeah, ears. fresh ears. So tell me what's your, what are your initial thoughts? Okay, so I think that there's two parts to the video. Mm-hmm. Part one of it to me sounds like the idea of marriage for men. And a man making a decision to get married is not based off of the ideal of marriage. More often than not, it's based off of the reality of the person that he wants to marry. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand what comes along with marriage. And I wouldn't be willing to do what comes along with marriage if it wasn't you Mm -hmm. that I was marrying. And so I'm choosing you to marry. And I think he's saying that on the other side, it doesn't necessarily seem like women are attached to or interested in marrying you the person they're interested in the idea of marriage Mm -hmm. does that make sense yes and i feel like that's a part of the disconnect that he's saying is happening and i guess i can only speak for myself i do feel like there was a point in my life where marriage the thing well, no, that wasn't true. Marriage, the thing, has always been important, interesting to me, something that I wanted to pursue. Partnership, interesting, something that I wanted to pursue. But I was never a person who was like, I will sacrifice the person to get into the marriage. I don't feel like that's the right choice because that's the quickest way to end up in divorce. Like, I don't think that I would be willing to marry just anybody for the sake of saying that I was married. And there was a point in my life where... I was like, well, this person that I'm with, like, I'm kind of interested in them. Maybe I should see what it would be like for us to pursue a more serious, more long-term type of relationship. And I can only convince myself for a week. <laughs> like, I couldn't even I couldn't even get myself to be in that much denial to think that, like, that person was the person that I actually wanted to settle down with. It would be very much settling, not settling down or... I guess even even in the idea of settling down um, or that turn of phrase is not what I think of 
as my experience in our relationship, I feel like I am laying a foundation. I am building something. I am planting a seed and growing roots. That's not the same as the phrase settling down, which mm. is like we have been in a in a space of being unsettled, unstable, unsturdy, and we're trying to now like build find some solid ground to be able to like rest our heads on. And that's not mm-hmm. one that's not what I'm looking for. Two that isn't my experience of our relationship. Mm-hmm. It really is just like we are nesting ourselves into our relationship to be able to build off of this fertile ground that we already have laid. And so from that perspective, from my lived experience with those things, I don't agree that marriage for all women or for even for the majority of women, or at least I hope not. Come on, Jesus, that that it is just the ideal of marriage. I think that that is an experience that most women have that like the ideal of marriage is something that they would like to attain um, a goal, maybe that they have for themselves. But the more emotionally mature you are, the older you get, you realize, actually, I don't want to be married just to say that I've been married. I want to be married to be able to. Have the life that I want with the person that I'm married to be able to experience a healthy and a happy marriage. But I think that that comes with age and emotional maturity. And some people get it sooner. But there's also those people who get married in their 20s and get divorced in their 20s. Because that that first marriage was about the idea of marriage and not about the person. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Mm. Raise some good points. Um, Excuse me. I was only looking at it from... The man's uh, he, how he was speaking about how men look at it. Like I'm, I'm looking you. I'm marrying you. Mm-hmm. Like you, you were the person that I was like, okay, I can. For everything I've heard and the, and the trials and tribulations that I've heard, marriage is supposed to be about. I, I choose you to go through that with because I feel like we can. Like you make that. I'm willing to go through that. Those bad times, the potential bad times, or the trials, trials and tribulation because it's you, like you said, and I 100 mm-hmm. agree. With what he said, because I'm thinking like back before we met and stuff like that, I pretty much was to the point where I was like, yeah, I'm completely okay not being married at this point. I was it was pretty much off the table. It was like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I, I was. It's not that I was closed off to it or like you know it'd be cool if I you know got married, but it wasn't on some like if I don't get married, my life is mm-hmm. not going to be my, my my life will be incomplete if I don't get married. I never I was not there. Um, in my mind, it was just, I think it was, if I met a fire woman and she really wanted to get married, okay, cool, I, I would do it. But it was just like, it was just, I'm just looking for what comes my way. I'm looking for, I'm, I'm, ideally, I'm looking for a good woman that we can vibe with. And if you want to have start a, uh, you know, have a kid or two or something like together, we can do it. But I wasn't looking at it like I'm going, I'm entering this dating Thing with the idea that I will be married by, at the end of it, I had no intentions of being married. When we met, I had no intentions to, of even potentially like settling down into a long term relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, for real, like all the one before was, I was like, nah. I, I see myself being married in the future, but I'm not really, I'm not there yet. I'm just kind of out here, you know, just kind of see to see what happens type situation. Mm-hmm. Let's just see. Let's, let's just see, <laughs> and then. I meant you, and then I had to show. It was. It was. It was. It was. I. I'm gonna. I ain't gonna hold you. It was. It was frustrating. 
<laughs> it was frustrating because it was like, oh, I'm I'm just I'm just getting ready. I'm out here. I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying myself. I'm in a position. I feel like I finally reached a place in my life financially and like with uh, the confidence in myself and just like how my lifestyle ha- had got my lifestyle set up. That I was like, okay, I'm I'm just gonna have some fun. I'm gonna enjoy myself. I'm living in DC. Da 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 da. And met you. I was like, damn, this is a good woman. I got I got I, I was like I gotta lock it in. But it's like. Damn, why couldn't I have met you maybe like t- like a month or two? Let me just get let me just get out here. But I was like, I can't control when the person for me is going to walk into my life, and clearly it happened right then. And I, I was like, I'd be a fool to let to not pursue and see where this is going to go. Uh, yeah, but at the end, I was like, damn, she got me already. I hear that. Mm. A small part of me, I don't necessarily take offense. To it because I understand like a part of the difference in our experience is that I had intentional time to be like, I'm just going to say yes to all the days. I'm just going to try all the people do all the things. Let Mm -hmm. me just see like throw some things up at the wall and see what sticks. Right. And at the time that we met, I was like, I am this age and I would like to be married by this time in my life. It's probably time for me to start being a little bit more serious and intentional and seeking partnership and like who I date and what my intention is behind dating. I don't think that I walked into our date or our our beginning stages of our dating like if he's not my boyfriend in X amount of time, right. it's not going to work. But I do think that I was if something was going to happen, I was ready for it to happen and okay. And at peace with it happening because ultimately that was the place that I wanted my life to go. I guess what I hear you saying is that there is a, maybe even just a question mark of like, I wonder what would have happened for me. What, what other experiences you would have been able to have if you had a little bit more time, not Mm. necessarily that you would, and correct me if I'm wrong, not necessarily that you would have preferred to be single for longer and like have more experiences or hold on, not necessarily that you would have preferred to delay the start of our relationship in order to be single for longer, but just that in being single for longer, you would have been able to have some different experiences. And there is a feeling of like, dang, I didn't get to do those Mm. things. I didn't get to, have my best dating life, right? Like all my dating life before that wasn't necessarily the peak or wasn't what it was at that point. And I missed out on that opportunity. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, closer, closer to that one. It, it wasn't, I never once thought like, damn, can I, can I delay this as long as I possibly can? I already knew it was like, nah, I gotta, it's either I gotta, I gotta shit or get off the pot immediately. So I was like, obviously I've made the right decision, I believe. Um, but yeah, it was maybe, I didn't. I, I didn't anticipate reaching the final level so quickly. Mm. I was just like, I'm just starting. I feel like I'm on level one, level two. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. I'm things are going smoothly. I'm, I'm cranking up. I, I imagine I have a few more levels to go, and then maybe I'll find, I'll find you a little further down the line. I didn't anticipate. Like as soon as I got in, you was right there. That's like, Ooh, shit. Listen, I mean, I hear you, mm-hmm. and I hear your perspective. That's a blessing, baby. Oh, I agree. I agree 100, 1,000%. That yeah. it was absolutely a blessing. I think it probably, it probably, if I would have met you further down the line and I had to go through 
a lot of the stories that I'm hearing on social media, I, I might not have been the same person. I might have been yeah. a little bit more. I might have been probably would have been a little bit more jaded. Jaded. Um, so I understand, like in retrospect, it was like that's pro- it was probably a blessing for me to be to have found you like so relatively quickly. I did have some of those experiences, those shitty experiences, but it happened. I've met you relatively quickly within the uh, the dating scheme, especially with the pandemic going on. It definitely. Mm-hmm. It was like a trial by fire, you know, and it, people weren't as free. So you had to be a little bit more intentional, if only because you didn't want to fucking die of yeah. like coughing too hard or not being able to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, like I said, I feel like it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And who knows where life is going to take us and what other experiences that you have or ways in which you'll get that experience secondhand, right? Like, some of your friends are still single, yeah. so you'll, you'll have the opportunity to still hear what it is like mm-hmm. in there. And it don't sound great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd never regret that. Let me just assuage any concern that you may have, or people listening or watching may be like, "Man, it sound like he he really trying. He's thinking about trying to be back." I had no, I had never, I have never once thought about damn. Maybe, Ah, what what would it be like back out here on the streets? I was so sick. No, 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 no. I am quite happy where I'm at. I'm quite happy that I am insulated and like I'm out. I'm out. I'm. I have no skin in the game when it comes to this whole singlehood thing and trying to be out here like that. I'm, I'm happy. I'm great. I'm. I'm. I'm glad I got out when I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fat facts. <laughs> Boy, it don't look good out there for real. Oh my god! Yeah, for either different men or women. Yeah, it just don't look good out here, boy. Yeah, it's not from what I hear. It's not impossible, but there are definitely challenges. challenges, And if you have to choose your hard, right? Like I'd much rather have the hard of you, (laughs) like the hard of trying to figure it out and work it out with you, than the hard of trying to figure it out and work it out with multiple people or trying to find someone to be willing to figure it out with. You know, I think that those mm-hmm. are, they're both challenging, but they're different types of challenge and you have to choose which one will work best for you. Yeah. But I hear you, babe. Mm-hmm. And I guess the other thing that I'm thinking as it relates to this, which I recognize as a tangent from what he originally no said is the, I guess everybody has a different path to like finding marriage, finding long-term partnership. And I think what I, what I'm curious to see in the long term is people like yourself who had dating experiences. And for the most part, like there were some unpleasant dating experiences, but for the most part, it's like, I I wasn't really out there like that. Mm. Is there a time in marriage or in partnership in the long term where you're like actually i want to have some of those experiences like actually i would like to be able to explore these things that i wasn't able to explore Mm -hmm. or i need to learn these things about myself and the best way for me to learn these things is through engaging interacting with other people Mm -hmm. because i don't think that you're the only person who's had that experience and more often than not i feel like i see it for people who have gotten married younger so like i think about deval and kadeen who have been together since they were 18 and are like high school sweethearts yeah like people who have had that long of a history together where exploring other people just wasn't didn't happen in the way that it did for other people in their 20s -hmm. and so you get to this place where you're like i'm kind of curious i just want to see it's not i don't it's hard to not take it personally but i logically understand mm-hmm. why that happens, why that kind of feeling erupts or develops and, and 
I'm interested to see if we have to hit that crossroad. It'd be wild to be a 50 year old bachelor, but it would it would be. Uh, but you know, if we if we could look at uh, the Golden Bachelor as a, that's as, true. As a reference, that's true. Love is out they, here. They and even them, they was like, bro, he sound he. he He's like a godsend. Like, yeah. I, I ain't never met a man like that. He all he's so I'm like, dang, just being a decent human being does not it's a commodity. It's a, it's a commodity no matter what age you are. More on the man side. He was like, all of these ladies is great. It's hard for me to choose just one. It's hard for me to try to send these women home. Everybody falling in love with me. Everybody look them women look good, okay? All of these women look good. All of them are taking care good care of themselves. Like but, yeah, okay, yeah, I got to choose the one that is best yeah, it was for, for me. Him. It wasn't necessarily like I don't ain't no options out here. It was like I got to choose the one that's best. Well, I'd be interested to see the reverse one. It's like the Golden Bachelorette, right. and just to see if if it, if, it, if it would be a similar experience. Like, dang, all these dudes are great. I'm having a tough time, and and, and the men would the men be like, "Yo, where she came from? Oh my yeah. god!" But also, you got to think about like all of the Bachelorettes. Have been married. It seemed like they have been been yeah. married at least once before. Okay, of course, some of them. Had a little bit more tumultuous relationships and so they but for the most part, all of them had really good relationships. Most of them are single because like they didn't choose to be single. It was just like death happened. Yeah, um, and they've been chosen before for a reason. I was at least I'll go back to say oh, so. That's so, a good point. So like they, somebody they, loved me so, enough so, to marry me. Yeah. Like I got I'm yeah, a catch. Yeah, there was a catch. So and so when caught them and they was happy to continue to be caught until. They weren't there anymore, and they had yeah. to, and they had to re-enter this whole process. And it's like, geez, it's different. It's different. And I think we've heard that before, not just from the older older people, just anybody who's been in a relationship trying to go back into the dating. We've, I think we've all heard or seen or what have you, of just like how difficult and different, so to speak, mm-hmm. things are than when they was outside initially. Yeah, and it's going to continue to be like that. It's like how things were when we started when we were dating. It's not going to be the same as things would be in like twenty years to say if one of us happens to be like if something doesn't work out or uh, one of us dies prematurely or something like that. And we got to re- re- re-enter in the dating scene. How much people are going to be dating in like twenty, thirty, forty years mm-hmm. is not going to look how it used to be for you. You're going to be like, what is going yeah. on here? What is going on here? Yikes, uh, that's rough Because even dating your peers mm -hmm. To your point, like if the people who are Still available and single Are either the divorcees Or the two-time divorcees They have different lived experiences than you Who Mm -hmm. has only been married once And your marriage ended in death or divorce The single people who have Been single, you've been single 50 years I don't know if I want to date you bro What's up with you, why Absolutely. What's going on What what is going on or you go younger right and to your earlier point like the dating rules are totally different we're not the same generation i don't know what you what you're getting into but i don't know if i'm interested in that young man yeah that's also true did it for a woman you try to go younger they're gonna try to you know put you in positions that perhaps you know saying like what what y'all what you doing this wasn't this is what this is not what we do. This is not what like this is this is what y'all doing now. Oh my, yeah. Ooh. And also my hip and same thing for me. Not my hip. You know what I'm saying? My knees. I can't. First of all, when you said positions, I didn't think you meant sexual positions. It, I, it was a double entendre. Okay. Don't even ask me how triple entendre, whatever. However many entendres you can pull from. <laughs> okay, Mister. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be. Uh, it would be very 
interesting. So, I mean, even if we don't have that experience directly, yeah. we could have some secondhand experience from a friend. I hope um, not. I hope not either. But I hope not. I hope not. things happen, babe. Yeah, but true. I, I'm just saying. I understand. I hope not. I understand. Like it could happen. But I'm just like. I, if I had to choose, if, if, I, if I would choose, I would hope everybody, you know, ends up in ends up in the relationships that they would like to be in forever until like till we, then, until we got until we up out of here. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Anything else? Any any other final thoughts that we have um, on this? I guess we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were on a tangent, okay. so I guess we can come back to the actual video. The second part of the video was. Sugar. The second part of the video was the idea of as a woman, if a man has specific things that he's looking for you to do or be towards him, mm-hmm. recognize that you are doing those things so you can better fit your mm-hmm. partner. Right. Your man. Yes. It's not I'm this way for every man anywhere. Right. Forever. I would never I, yeah, I would never cook for a man. I was like, I'm no one is expecting you to cook for any man. I'm yeah. like you wouldn't cook for your man? Yeah. We're you're expected to meet the wants and needs of your mm. partner the same way that you are expecting them to mm. meet your wants and needs. And I think that that was a good good call out. It was an interesting way to like, I guess, kind of express that. But I, I do think it's a good call out. I think I never heard of that. I never heard that call. Out. I never thought about that call out before. But in a sense that I never considered that or I never considered the possibility that men and women interpret that phrase may interpret that phrase differently. So I think looking back on it, I could be wrong. Where you know when women say, "Oh, I can never do X, Y, and Z for a man," we hear her husband or her or her 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 boo or whatever is not. She's not willing to do that thing for her man, and for us, that's a term like, "Wait, you're not willing to cater to me? You're not willing to do these nice things for you for you?" But maybe for a woman, they're thinking like, "I can't just do this for any man." Mm-hmm. Maybe that when they say that, that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I hope that's what that uh, that's what's happening, and not like, oh, I'm just not going to do this thing at all, period. Because what I look like doing something for a man, any man. I think that there are people who fall on both sides. I definitely think that there are people who believe in access to certain access to certain skills, I guess I want to say, not being available until certain status is reached in a relationship, right? Like, I'm not going to cook for you until I'm mm-hmm. your girlfriend. I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z until I'm your wife, right? Like, that kind of idea, like, I want to hold some things back until we are at this stage. Mm-hmm. And those people, I feel like, will also say, I don't cook for men. But it's like, I don't cook for men until they're mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, until they're my boyfriend or until whatever, this part of stage of our relationship. There are other people who are saying, I don't do these things because literally I don't do, I don't cook for myself. Like, I don't cook for men because I don't cook for myself. And that's right. not something that they I look do. the same from a distance. Yeah. And so I think that that's the distinction of mm-hmm. where maybe people are coming from and isn't articulated well if all they are saying, I don't cook for men, you're not distinguishing mm-hmm. when and where. Or why that it, right. that rule kind of exists for you? They they aren't they aren't speaking to their to the audience that they want to speak to correctly. Mm-hmm. Like they're not using the right language for where the man in whom in which they are hoping to be chosen from or chosen by, they are not communicating to them well. Like the the, the benefits of 
we hear, I'm not, I can never do this for a man. Also, it was like, oh, word, you're not going to do that for your man? All right, you automatically up out of here. And maybe, she, like you said, she meant, like, I wouldn't do this until X, Y, and Z with a man. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not having sex with a man unless we are together or what have you. Um, that, type, that type of thing. And I, perhaps a little bit more um, specificity when it comes to what you're, what, to whom and when and what have you, what you're willing to do or not do. Is warranted, especially for for the male mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because when you say I'm, I can never do this for a, a man. We're, just, we're thinking we're not going. Then you know, like, what are you, what, what what would you do? Yeah, yeah like what would you do? Because we can't say, oh, I can never, you know, pay for X, Y, and Z. I can never protect a woman. I'll never protection for a woman. Mm-hmm. They can ne- they they can't get no kind of protection from me. And I really meant I'm not just gonna I'm not just gonna protect any woman. I'm gonna protect my woman. But how you said it, woman was like, You're not gonna protect your woman? I don't like that. I'm turned off. It's over with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I I'm think you're right, right, babe. But I don't think that you're saying one of the things that you said, we could never say. You could, and people do everything. I mean, that's true. That and true, that's, that's the true. problem. Close your mouth. Be like quiet. you don't Be have quiet. to say everything that comes to your mind all the time. And in fact, that is the quickest way to talk yourself out of something. Yes. If I go to your social media and there are all of these opinions, you speaking very loudly in a way that I disagree with, why would I choose to date you? Why would I choose to invest any more time? You're laying all your cards out on the table and not in a way that's flattering mm. to to the audience, right? Like if you're interested in me and then I go to your social media page and I see you saying what you will and what you won't do right. and, and sharing all of your experiences, dating yeah. and what went wrong, I don't, I don't need to know mm. everything. And mm. I think that that's, there are people who that is a part of the way that they make money in the world. And that is something that, you know, as a part of being in a relationship with them, you have to sign up for and be willing to do. Yeah, yeah. But that's for those people. Not all of y'all are making money and you just sharing your opinion all willy nilly for free. Mm. Keep it. Are, Keep are, are you sharing your opinion for somebody else to make the money off of you? Like, you know, you're going on somebody, you know, someone takes uh, videos, your, you know, they, 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 they pull up on you in public, you say your thing, they get the money, you ain't gonna get nothing. For yeah. That. But, uh, yeah, I was gonna say that those opinions, to your point of going to your social media and you saying it's all extra loud, you're, I'm learning things about you out of context. Yeah. So, like, instead of getting to know you and then we had a conversation of, of like, oh, yeah, I'm not willing to do these things because I prefer to be in a relationship. Oh, OK, that makes sense. I learned that. I learned that within the context that we're in, personally interacting. We're having these conversations about these things as opposed to a 30 second clip, uh, clip multiple of them popping up, popping up all over the place. And I just hear you, I just hear you say these things, you know, out of context or outside or just like, boom, I'm like, ooh, that's just it's very jarring, it's mm-hmm. very jarring. And I can understand like, well. You say you're not gonna really do this, then, well, I, I, well who am I? I'm not gonna try to change your mind. What I look like? All right, move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. damn, mm-hmm. like men and women be talking themselves out of and do your relationships and do. Let's, let's go with that. All your business. Mm-hmm. I can I can create an idea of what your character is based off of all that information that you. Just That's true. Given up. And it's and once you once someone has an idea of who you are. It, it's very hard to like over like to overpower that. It had you had to gotta gotta go kind of above them. You gotta work work even harder to overcome an an initial bad review or initial mm-hmm. bad impression. Because anything you do, even if it and I, even objectively, 
it's not anything bad or what have you. Because I had this idea of you, I'm automatically looking for things that's going to, that's justifying my belief in who you are. Yeah. Like you have to go above and beyond. And it's it's kind of like the once a woman has you in a friend zone, you pretty much got to save a whole bloodline uh, and get shot a couple times and. And maybe you might be able to get up out of that. You know, once it went, once you locked in as a friend, you got to do some wild. You got to do something different in order to get a, to dig yourself out of that. Does that make? Am I making sense? Yeah, right no, you make sense. Okay. But you in that friend zone forever, sweetie. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. If you're in the friend zone, you know, just give up. I'm just saying, like the probability of you getting up out of there is low. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just very low. Extremely you're not even low. a sexual being to me. Yeah, you got a penis. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see you that way. You're a friend. It's, it's quiet for you. Yeah, it's quiet for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we feeling good about this one? Yeah, we here? can go to the actual topic. All right. Thirty minutes in. Thirty minutes in. Good chat. So yeah, we got a request from you know long time listener. Uh, now saying shout out to uh, Pauline. You know what I'm yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we were talking about uh, me, me and Rob, and and the group chat, or you know, boys group chat. We were talking about. Uh, oh yeah, we're. This is how it started. Okay, we were talking we about push presents. Oh yes. And what I don't remember what I was saying about push presents. Oh, now I'm taking one step back. We were talking about how dads don't become dads until after mm-hmm. the baby is born but a mom becomes a mom more often than not as soon as they Princess have this confirmed. awareness yeah. of the fact that they're pregnant right you start thinking about your baby you start building a connection with your baby because it's growing inside of you and so you get a push present from your partner because you've pushed this person out into the world but brandon's like why don't men get a gift and i was like i don't know when would a man get a gift and what would that gift be significant to? So we started talking about exactly. like what name we should give this gift. Seed gift. That's that's what I came. That's what I came to. Seed gift. Yes. I think that's the name of this episode. <laughs> and the idea being that as soon as a woman finds out that she's pregnant, because that seed has come from the man, you give the man. Thank a you gift. for getting for allowing yeah. me to bring life into this world. Yeah, you're welcome. Because you wouldn't be here without me. And just like we, again, we wouldn't be here without you. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. in presence, and also that went. Yeah, we went into the the push gift idea is relatively new. Mm-hmm. By relatively, I've never heard of it until I'm gonna say after the pandemic. I'm not saying it probably didn't exist before then. Yeah, it probably but it, did. It, it, exist. it didn't come into my awareness until the pandemic, maybe a little bit after the pandemic, and how it seems like. There are the societal norms are changing to where it appears like women are just looking for reasons to get material things um, and are willing to jump on any reason in order to get those things. Whether that, you know, like you got the, the baby shower, you got the now we got the I mean, the baby shower, we, we, we was already rocking with that baby shower because that's not necessarily about you. It's about you usually get things that's going to help you for the, baby. for the baby. I mean, now now we got like push gifts and now we're saying like that we got like baby moons and and, and I'm sure yeah, I like a baby moon. And it, I mean, I like the idea of baby moons, too. But uh, but again, the baby moon, technically, it doesn't. It's not supposed to bend it. What? I think it was supposed to be for the woman. Like, the woman go get the spa day and, and you know, travel. But it, technically, if you do it right, I would hope 
it's for, for both, both of y'all because y'all. y'all both about to go into this stressful ass time. Yeah, it's our and, last time being a family of two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the baby moon, I'm sure there's some other other things that's that's popping uh, popping up that it just seems like a, more and more resources are going to be required for you to pay for and and and, and do before the baby even gets here. Mm-hmm. And I guess we were wondering, or they were, uh, Pauline was wondering, she wanted us to do an episode about this, or at least a, the, the topic about the societal norms that women need material things to feel appreciated, validated, loved, and would jump on any reason to request it of their man. Mm-hmm. I think my initial response to that is, uh, that can be true for both sides. And true of a person depending upon their love language. I think if like gifts is your love language, which I feel like we are, there is an expectation maybe that women like gifts, right? Like, or uh, like you said, a societal norm that women like gifts. They like to be spoiled and given things. Marketing. Right. Like, but that's society. So if there's Mm -hmm. this expectation that gifts are the best way to show appreciation for a woman, to show a woman that you love her, creating these milestones and attaching gifts to those milestones in some ways is a great way to be able to show that you love and you care for this person. That's where I think a part of that comes from. But the place where that gets tricky is if the person that you're with doesn't care about gifts or wants to receive love in a different way. Like a gift, cool, but quality time, great. If I had to choose between the push gift and the baby moon, I want the baby moon. I want Mm -hmm. us to be able to do something together and like really celebrate this time and have an opportunity to reflect on how far we've come and how far we still have to go. But like, this is our last time where it is just going to be us too. Yeah. Just going to be us too. After this is going to be a family of three or or, potentially four. It's just never going to be us two ever again until until, until them kids leave. But even still, kids are going to be in the back of your mind. Exactly. Uh, So this is our last opportunity to really mm -hmm. have that selfish time to do what we want to do together. So I think that the the societal part of it is based off of the idea that women love gifts or gifts is can be a major part of women's love language. Mm -hmm. And in order, the best way to validate a woman is to get her gifts. And those gifts have to be expensive. That part. And, or, yeah, at least the things that are marketed are always, you know, expensive. Yeah. Um, I think another thing they mentioned, it was like promise ring, engagement ring, marriage ring, push ring, anniversary ring. I never heard of that one before. But I guess I guess in addition to that, you know, to add to it. Okay, so, so maybe I have heard of something like that. but Or you yeah, upgrade the ring up, after yeah, a certain amount of time you get mm-hmm. a new one. And then it was like, to the fact, you know, most baby sh- showers are for women. The wedding is for the woman. Valentine's Day is for the woman. Anniversary leans more heavily towards women. Women take over Father's Day if the dad ain't even in the picture. So it's like, you got Mother's Day and then Father's Day come around. Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm the mother and the father, so I'm getting Father's Day. I'm like, jeez. <laughs> right. Jeez. Uh, jeez, jeez. Right. So it... it you know, you raised a good point uh, because women like this type of women like this stuff. I mean, we can't even we're not. That's not even something we can argue. We can debate because the marketing bears out mm-hmm. the fact that if you don't propose with a ring, it's very few women who won't feel a type of way about it. There are even some women who have an expectation of what the ring is going to look like. And yeah. if it's not that you pretty. It's over with. Try again. It's, yeah. Try again. Type. I'll give you another chance. <laughs> yes. Yes. So 
it is uh, a topic that you know we, I don't think we necessarily explore more, but maybe not because of women just wanting more shit, which we get to, we could talk about. But I'm thinking maybe it's time that men you know start being a little bit louder, like hey, we like being appreciated too. And I said all of the things that women want to be celebrated for, it's not like it's just you here. Like when mm-hmm. it comes to like the wedding and the Valentine's day, I'm here too. I'm there too. But I guess perhaps a not enough emphasis is, is put on doing the things or, or experiencing the things that the men would find enjoyable. The emphasis is just like do the things that women want to do mm-hmm. during, during Valentine's day. Valentine's Day, women want to do X, Y, and Z. It's never like, hey, this Valentine's Day, let's do something that the man want to do. Let you know, let's go to the game. Let's go. I've got some tickets for us. Let's go out. It's gonna be real romantic. We're gonna be together. We're gonna have matching outfits, that type of stuff. It's never, it's never nothing tailored towards you know the, the man. Let's do, lean a little bit, a little bit to the to the side of what the man enjoys or in, and what the man wants to do is always towards the woman, mm-hmm. and. It's a little frustrating when I think about it. It's like, damn, we're not even allowed to want nothing. How dare we? At you know, making a thing. I was like, you know what? Freak it. I want, I want an engagement ring. I think that that's fair. Mm-hmm. I I think my, <clears throat> I agree with you that men deserve to be appreciated as well, especially when that. Appreciation is given, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're appreciating me, how dare I not return the favor by appreciating you? I just think that it looks different. I don't necessarily think that men want, or I don't think that all men fall into the category where they want a celebration in the form of a gift or a lavish mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And often, as a woman, if you're with a man and you're trying to maybe reciprocate, I want to get you a gift. I want to do something. And you ask, what do you want? What what would you be interested in? And you coming up crickets, like they're not giving you anything in the same way that there is all of this hoopla. There are a lot of things that are marketed to men that make it very a lot easier right. for you to just be like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a host women like, like this. Valentine's Ooh. Day, the, the store turns into Valentine's Day. Yeah. Like, you, 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 I got to think about this. Yeah. And I think that there isn't that same experience for women. And so there's a heavier lift. And sometimes in that lift, you're looking for your partner to be like, actually, I would like this. I would desire this. And I don't know if that's always met with an answer. It's not because to your point, since you were a little girl, you've been told and shown that, you know, these things are things that women of Stature, women who are mm-hmm. about to get married. These are the things that they like. These are the things yeah. that they want. Oh, word! That's what it. That's what it is. I, then I want those things too. As a man, we don't get. We don't get like from a little boy. Like, hey, yo, when you as a married man, these are the things that mm-hmm. you know the woman is going to going to get for you. These are the things that you're 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 going to be able to experience. That's going to be great for you. These are the things we don't grow up thinking that. A woman asking a man in, within a relationship, a woman asking a man, hey, what you want for your birthday? What you want for X, Y, and Z? That's probably the first time they probably got asked that since they was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And and now we used to and, and then the things that I could ask for you in our mind is just like I, I can get it myself. I I've gone because that's the message that's been presented mm-hmm. to us. Like 
if we want anything, we got to go get it. Don't expect anybody to get it for you, but be prepared to do everything and get everything for your woman because that's what men do. That's mm. what you. That's what you were placed here to do. That's what you got to do. If you can't do that, you're less than. So you. So you grow up, and then that's just what it is. And then a woman who cares is like, hey, I want to celebrate you too. I want. I want to do things for you. Things that you would love. Tell me what that is. I'm like, oh shit, like. I ain't never been asked that for. Then give me, give me a second. It, 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 the the first thought is like, nah, I don't need nothing too crazy. I'm good. Like, I don't even want to celebrate my. I don't need to celebrate my birthday. You know, it's, it's just something basic, something simple. But I can't give you an answer because I've literally never had to think about that. No one has ever. Damn boy, they really working on that roof up there, boy. <laughs> Oh my god That vibration is like yeah. Literally right on top of us Yeah but yeah To, yeah, to my point It's just I, I know I'm not the only one I'm not the yeah. only man Who experiences this This dissonance of Coming across a woman Coming across a, a woman That's not your mom uh, Who Takes an active Care In What you want and, and what you like When it comes to like Gift giving And things of that nature For a lot of Most I'm gonna say for a lot of men, I can't say um because I haven't counted all men. For like for a lot of men, like we stopped getting presents when like before high school for real, before mm-hmm. even graduated high school. So it's not it's not in our mind to to want or need or request or demand or what have you these things. Cause even even now, even when men are just finally starting to send us like, hey, we have these wants and these too. We like these things too. We getting yelled down at like you being sassy. You're like, oh, so now you coming from our manhood now for having the audacity to want something. Mm. So what are we supposed to do? And then we hear, man don't tell us nothing. They don't we can, it's so hard to shop for men. I I we understand. <laughs> We we understand. You made it that way. You, this is your bed laying it on the, on the low on the low. But that being said, it is up to us to change that narrative. By yeah. us, I mean men. We got to change that narrative. If we want, if we want to get ready, we got to open our mouth. Close mouth don't get fed. We got to talk about it. Like, hey, we we in this relationship. I, it's not just you having this baby. I'm having a baby too. Where is my shit at? <laughs> Where's my love? You going to it for a spa day? I, I agree with you. I, I I like it. I'm I'm never wanting to take that away from you. But my feet hurt too. Not your feet. I want a massage too. I want some something that's gonna make it easy for me to be a dad. What's up? Can I can I get the can I get the the little baby backpack? Can I wait wait? Can I get something too? Please. With with, with cherries on top. You know I I fifty percent of the, this work. I did fifty percent of the work. And you know. They, you know, with some women, I did a hundred percent of the work, ninety nine percent. I'm just saying, not a pillow princess. <laughs> they out there, they out there. Whew. Did you get it all off your chest? It felt so good to get that off my chest. Dang, yeah, hey, yo, I appreciate it, uh, Robin Pauline. <laughs> I thank y'all for this question for bringing this up. I, I didn't even know. Oh, it feels so relieving. It was big rant energy. Okay, it was big rant. It, stop! Don't do that. Don't do that. Who else? Who else has a famous rant? I'm not calling you Kanye because you're crazy. I, I just know, but he's just the most famous ranter in, yeah. in recent history. Fair enough. But it felt good. Uh, very cathartic. That being said, I'm going. We're going to wrap it. Not wrap it up, but wrap this part. Uh, I'm going to finish my talk about. Um, Something that Rob shared with me because you know uh, Rob just had just had a kid. Rob Pauline just had a kid, and he indicated uh, 
I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it and then I'm going to hit him up and be like, yo, can I drop this? And if you say no, I'm just going to cut this off so you may not even hear it. So, yeah, Pauline had mentioned to him that the most heartfelt moment she had after having the baby was was uh, him thanking her for the sacrifice and, be, and being there during the delivery and, and him just being there during the delivery and doing everything that he could to support her throughout throughout mm-hmm. the time. Um, and I felt and I, and, and I hit and it. I, I felt that I was like, that's that's real. That is something that. I can imagine Rob hearing that from her must have felt fucking amazing because I've never heard any woman ever in life speak about this, say like, oh, I'm just so grateful that my man was there and held me down through this whole thing. Mm -hmm. I had these moves. I went through ups and downs with my mood swings and X, Y, and Z, and he... He was there. He was patient with me. He held my hand throughout. He showed off all the. He went. He was there with me through all the doctor's appointments. He was there through the, the mods classes. He took off time for work, like randomly, just just to be, just to make sure he was present and support me. I I've never heard any woman speak about that during like of their experience mm-hmm. when it comes to being pregnant and, and having kids and him. Saying that to me, I was like, "Oh my god, I've never heard that before." And I, I'm not even him, and I felt, "Oh, ooh, I feel, oh, thank you." So, and I also recognized, like, "Yo, being that that is a role, that is a vital and an important role that men do all of the time that goes unremarked upon, goes unthanked. Maybe it happens in the privacy of their home or something like that. Maybe you know the wife says this or that, but I'm just saying, like, I've never heard." I've never heard my mom say, yo, I was thankful for my dad, you know, for, for your dad being there through the whole, through the pregnancy. I've never heard anybody say that. So it's good that I'm very happy that Rob was able to experience, experience that. Cause I can only imagine how it must've felt. Mm-hmm. I feel you, babe. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that your role as a caretaker throughout my pregnancy is in the future. I'm, right now, I'm not pregnant. Right right it is something that I, Will appreciate. I appreciate the mm-hmm. way that you take care of me now. I don't mm-hmm. think that they. I am uh, naive or ignorant to the fact that there are specific ways that having you in my life is a benefit to me, and that you do take care of me. Mm-hmm. You are patient with me, <laughs> and I try to show appreciation for do. that. So I don't. I agree. I'm not a part of what the experience of hearing you express how you're feeling is. Me being like. How much of this is a reflection of how he feels in oh, this yeah. relationship mm-hmm. versus how much of this is a reflection of how he feels about relationships in general? Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself that you were usually talking about the in Correct. general, yes. that like in general, this doesn't happen. And I am in pa- I'm passionate about this happening for other people as well as for me. I don't think that I should be the only person who deserves to experience mm-hmm. like this level of care. So I have to keep that in mind and Temper right. my response with like, Maybe. what yeah. you trying to say? Exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm, this, I'm not subbing you at all. It, it was more of a self realization for myself because I didn't even think when I think about being pregnant with your, your significant other, your your wife, your partner, what what have you. I'm thinking like most people, I guess, would think it's just like the woman is bearing the the brunt of that. I'm just here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she's doing all all of the work, but and then but in hearing or 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 in this case reading what Rob said that she said to him, 
made me realize like, oh shit, like I do play a, a very pivotal role or I will play a very pivotal role in that whole process. And mm-hmm. I perhaps I've never even recognized it for myself mm-hmm. and being like, oh shit, like I like my role is going to be super, super fucking important. Yeah. And I, and I need to give that the weight that it is, that it deserves. And it, it wasn't until that text message, that I was like, ah oh, shit, like that's real. I never, I've never really considered that at all. And now that I consider it, it's like, damn, Everybody need to consider that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're 100 percent right, babe. Your role is very important. The only way that I can get through this is with a circle of support. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am the person. It's like an athlete, right? Like, yes, you see the athlete go out there and perform. They get all the glory. They get all the accolades. But in that thank you speech, they thank their coach and their trainer and their their and partner their, their for mama. supporting them. Yeah, they're my like. There are right. so many people who were a part of getting me to this point right here, right mm-hmm. now, and you'll be the person who is walking beside me the entire time and so of course i'm gonna be thankful for you because without you being there and without you being there i would be doing it alone and that would be a totally different experience and even more stress on me so Mm -hmm. that's real yeah i I never once doubted that you would have I know, babe. Position, but yeah. I'd be having to remind myself though. Yeah. I'm like, he passed. I didn't even think about. I didn't, about. I didn't even think. I didn't even think about how you could. How you could have taken me. that? Yeah, it's not true. Not he yeah. can't be talking about your girl. Yeah, my baby wanted them ones, Period, and that's why poo. I put a ring on him. Period. Poo. <laughs> so yeah, once again, appreciate the uh, the request, Robin mm-hmm. Pauline. I hope we were able to discuss it in the manner that you. Like I guess if you have any other yeah, input, that's what you're hoping for. Yeah, you're hoping for it. Hit us up. It'll be a different conversation once we're actually in it. Yeah, so yeah, when it is our turn, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to have this conversation on or off in. camera. Mm-hmm. And be like, "Woo, y'all wasn't lying, huh?" Yeah, yeah. I, I on the low, I think Rob is looking forward to it. It's like, I can't wait. But yeah. Yo, 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 like I'm telling you how it is, and like you not you not you not feeling me. You not hearing me right now. Yeah. But you gonna feel that you gonna feel it, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, boy. I'm gonna have that smirk on my face, and yeah, boy. I empathize. Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's gonna be a. It's gonna be an interesting time. So yeah, I'm soaking up all the game that I possibly can from Rob. So uh, <laughs> might might need to do it. Might, you might need to document your your, your journey, my my guy. You know, keep a Google Doc. Yeah, Google Everybody's Doc. gonna be in that space at different stages. Mm-hmm. So we all need to refer back and yeah. support. How group. do you keep you know? How do you keep your how do you how do you keep your mind right? You know, what I'm yeah. saying how do you make sure you take time for yourself? What 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 is your time management strategies? Mm-hmm. How did they change throughout the the process? Or, you know, adjustments that you see, you know, patterns that you notice, write all those things down. Because yep. I'm sure somebody, 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 I mean, me, will be very interested in that information. <sighs> all right. That being said, I feel like yeah. you're a couple pounds lighter now that you might be. Got all of that off your chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And did. And did. And do. How you feel? I feel good. We ready? You ready to wrap it up? Wrap right. it up. There we going to wrap it up here, y'all. We appreciate y'all. Turn Flat screen. Plasma 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 is so 2002 I'm pretty sure that song Oh, you, are you, are you, oh that's a I, bar yes. Oh okay gotcha 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 Came out in like 2002 probably But Dang. yeah uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in To another episode of the Buffet Podcast Brought to you by your favorite host Brandon and Siandra So you know if you again if you made it this far You haven't subscribed yet I don't know what to tell you but mm. oh, Subscribe I'm, Yeah yeah I'm yeah, we hope y'all tune in to another episode uh, next week. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we appreciate y'all. We finna get up out of here and probably eat some sushi. Have a good time. Peace. Bye.